0: Welcome to the LTC University Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston. I'm super excited today. We have somebody new to the SC House Calls family. Today we're speaking with Eliza May. How are you doing, Eliza?
1: I'm doing great. How about yourself, Jamie? Good.
0: I'm doing well. It's a you know, it's it's a hot day out. It's uh we're we're coming to the end of August. So um it's it's hot in the south in, in August. So yeah but we're doing
1: Definitely warm out there.
0: I'll yeah. Agree with that. Yeah. We're, we're doing good though. We're not melting. I'm not complaining. I'm in air conditioning right now, so it's not too bad. So
1: that's right. Look yeah.
0: at the positive. <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> Eliza, you know, you're, you're new to the SC house calls family. We're excited to have you. We're going to get into what you're going to kind of what your focus is here in a minute, but tell us a little about yourself, where you're from.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I actually just moved to South Carolina. I moved from West Virginia. I grew up in actually Ohio and Virginia. So, uh, but I'm very excited to be here. I've been wanting to move South for some time. So uh, definitely enjoying, I'm enjoying the heat.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, well, we have that in common. We're both, we both lived in Ohio. I'm from Ohio and uh, my yeah, I have family from West Virginia, Virginia, all over. So yeah, so it's a uh, it's beautiful up there. But I definitely love living in the South. That's for sure.
1: Yes, I was done with the cold winters and the snow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I will not miss that at all, for sure. Um, well, cool, Eliza. You know, talk. Let's talk about a little bit about what you're going to be doing. What are you, what are you doing at SC House Calls?
1: Okay, so uh, this is a little bit more about myself. I actually just finished my uh, master's program in dietetics. Nice. So I was hired on as a dietitian with SC House Calls. However, uh, to become a dietitian, you have to uh, complete at least a bachelor's degree. Right. And this coming year, you, you have to have a master's degree. Also, you have to complete an internship and then you have to sit for a national registered dietitian exam to become licensed. Right. So, I'm completed the process of the master's program and I am going to be sitting for my dietitian exam here in just a few weeks. Nice. So while I'm waiting to be licensed, I have been working with Rebecca Dillard to get the health coach program going, which I am super excited to be doing. I love that you guys are offering this health coach program to your patients. And it's, it's definitely a forward thinking idea. So I am just happy to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, so let's get into your background a little bit. You know, why did you get into, you know, diet and diet to become a dietitian?
1: Okay, so this dietetics is my passion. And it's what excites me. However, of course, I didn't always know that. And <laughs> when I was younger, I didn't pay any attention to what I ate. Right. And you know, when you're young, you just think you can, you're invincible. Right. So I drank my soda and I ate my Pop Tarts. <laughs> and, um, you know, I um, was kind of during my 20s lost on, you know, I, what I wanted to be when I grew up. I'll say mm-hmm. that in quotations. So you know, I was struggling, and I uh, worked in food service management for a while, and I worked at a uh, after-hours call center for physicians' offices. So I did that, and then I took some time off, and when I had my kids. Sure. So it was during that time that. You know, I was getting a little restless being at home. And that was also the time when I, my diet was catching up with me. Mm-hmm. So I had started to, you know, learn about nutrition, take a little more control of my health. I started working out and I was, you know, trying to read and learn all I could about it. And so I'm looking at, you know, options for what I can do if I'm going to go back to school and I see this uh, dietetics program. Sure. And I said, that is perfect for me. I am an S on the disc scale or disc (laughs) assessment. Yeah. So I like helping people. And so this I think was the perfect opportunity and I took it. I completed my bachelor's degree. It did not end there though, because I got a little sidetracked. I had to go back to work. So I got a job in a substance abuse treatment clinic. Hmm,
0: nice. And I ended
1: up as a program director for a their medication assisted treatment program. Right. And substance abuse treatment was something I could relate to. I lived in Virginia, like I mentioned, this mm-hmm. was in the early 2000s right. when the opioid epidemic really hit hard. Yeah. Especially in that area. So it affected me personally, it affected people I grew up with. So I was drawn to that career for that reason, Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed it, but I will tell you, I still had that nagging feeling that, you know, I wanted to do what I felt like was my calling.
0: Sure. So luckily,
1: yeah, luckily things worked out to where I could finish finish what I set out to do, Mm -hmm. and I got into uh, the graduate program, did my 1,000 hours of internship Uh during this past year. And let me tell you, as a single mom, it was quite a juggle, but I got it done. sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then I ended up accepting this position.
0: That's great. Yeah, that's that's really cool. You know, and and definitely, that you know, uh, the things that I'm sure you saw from the you know working in the substance substance abuse clinic, especially in that Ohio, Kentucky, you know, West yes. Virginia region, that has just been hit really hard. Um, just speaking from experience with my, you know, knowing family members and some of the things that have happened there. I've seen friends from high school, you know, um, going through, you know, substance abuse. And, and it's it is no joke. It is a um, crisis in a lot of the, a lot of different regions in the country. And so that's that's amazing work. I'm sure you've seen the good, and the bad and the ugly there. So definitely, sure.
1: definitely. But I will tell you, it is absolutely rewarding as well when you when you can help someone and and like you said it can be a struggle and sometimes you see the same people you know seeking treatment over and over again Mm -hmm. and then you know one of those times it clicks and when it does then they take off but um but yeah it's definitely tough
0: yeah for sure well you know let's let's talk about the importance of diet in healthcare because i think in the last you know we've you know i i think myself growing up it just was separated from healthcare you know mm-hmm. i grew i grew up in a family where you know my, my mom and dad grew up they could have one soda a day you know growing up they could have one <laughs> bottle of pop you know that was yes. their you know treat you know and so when i grew up it was you can have as much soda as you want because <laughs> mm-hmm. we only got one a week, which one yes. a week is pretty good. that that would be you know, I think that would be you know logical. Um, but I grew up and honestly, Eliza, I was addicted to soda. you know, I was drinking a ton of soda as an adult, you know, gr- you know growing up and and it was literally an addiction, I believe. Um, and I haven't had one in over two years. But, you know, diet is just such a, in my opinion, integral part of healthcare. Talk about yes. that a little bit and what that should be like.
1: Yeah. So I will first tell you, I absolutely agree with you. Soda, especially, and even sweet tea. It can mm-hmm. be addictive and it can be difficult to stop. Yeah. But it's definitely worthwhile and it's definitely one people can easily target and focus on when they you know want to start making health changes
0: sure
1: but so you know in my opinion diet related disease is just out of control at this time
0: yeah
1: and so you know if if someone's seeing you know hopefully everyone's seeing their provider and if they're diagnosed with a disease they uh you know may get some education but often that's not enough Mm -hmm. and I have seen you know I think that many people are not interested in making changes and is often due to the lack of education surrounding how their everyday choices affect their health.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: And unfortunately, like you're describing, the society we live in promotes these cheap, bad foods. And hopefully in the future, there'll be policy change to force change upon the food industry. But that's another topic. But <laughs> yeah. it literally comes down to the fact that You know, we are all busy with our lives and, you know, fast, cheap, easy options are promoted and we aren't paying attention to our bodies and how the food is affecting them until it's too late.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I
1: won't say too late because, you know, hopefully even even sometimes it may take, you know, a life threatening situation. It's never too late to make those those health changes.
0: Sure. Yeah. And, and for some people, this is a very difficult, depending on their location, because there's just mm-hmm. some regions in, in our state in South Carolina and in Georgia, you know, they you could call them food deserts, you know, where they're yes. only they're only able to get, you know, it's maybe convenience stores or, you know, the dollar store. And you just don't have the best choices available to you when you live in those regions like that.
1: Yes, yes, yes. When you can't get to the grocery store easily. And when you do, like you said, the, you know, the selection is small. You Uh don't have a lot of health foods. And a lot of people think that eating healthy, I mean, it definitely can be expensive. Don't get me wrong. But there's also, you know, cheap options out there as well. For, you know, people that are on lower incomes, things like beans, rice, eggs, you know, so there's definitely some um, healthy, cheaper foods. And, you know, when you compare it to um, eating junk food all day, then, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it can definitely be manageable and, and cheaper, the healthy route. So,
0: yeah. And and honestly, too, you know, definitely, you know, I think people that may be in a different socioeconomic you know, state that are struggling Mm -hmm. there. It it can be very challenging. I mean, that, that alone puts a challenge on it, but it's really, everybody struggles with this. It is not a, it it really has no, um, that for somebody struggling with finances, it may be a little harder for, but even people that don't struggle with that, they, you still have to make the choice at the end of the day on what you're getting. Um, you know, I know for myself, you know, talking to different people, you know, like just stay on the outskirts of the grocery store, you know, that's yes. your best choices, you know, just Avoid little the things like that. Items.
1: Yes. 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 Yeah. The prepackaged foods. Yes. That tends to be a good way to go, um, staying on the outskirts. And, you know, with that comes cooking and a lot of people, you know, like, Um, And, you know, there's, there's fast, quick, easy options, but a lot of times it comes down to, you have to set that time aside to make food a little more from scratch, you know, get, it can be a bag of frozen vegetables that you put in the oven for 30 minutes and add some, you know, Parmesan and garlic to, or what, whatever Mm -hmm. you want. But, uh, but yeah, it comes down to cooking a little bit more.
0: Yeah yeah and learning to cook, and you know I think yes we 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 have t v shows for it, we have you know you can take classes there's there's a little bit of everything you know, so um that can be done um Eliza, let's talk a little bit about kind of uh something you're you know being that are you're an integral part for is our health coach program, which is brand new. Tell us a little bit about what the health coach is gonna be doing. Um, at South Carolina House Cause. We have a lot of them going through orientation right now. It's a brand new program that, that we're offering. Talk about health coaches and what they're going to be doing.
1: Okay. So, yeah, like I said, I'm really excited that you guys have this to offer to patients because, um, you know, another issue is that diet or Health related changes can be a little confusing at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what these health coaches are doing is, you know, the provider, you know, has whatever goals for the patient might be lowering their A1C or getting their weight down. And, you know, the patient might have a totally different set of goals or might not be interested in those goals. Whatever it is, the health coach is going to get on the patient's level, meet with that patient meet the patient where they are Mm -hmm. so maybe they just want to be able to walk to the mailbox and get their mail sure or you know whatever that and and that's what we want we want small goals because it makes them manageable but they are going to work and be you know walk side by side with that patient and work with that patient to help them uh, identify goals and and to get there
0: yeah Oh, that's great! Yeah, I think you know, in our in our world today, we're seeing more and more the value of coaches, and and I think when you think of you know your coaches when you were younger, your coaches were able to kind of call you out a little bit, help you work on things that you know maybe you need, that you're not seeing, and and I just think it's you know just a valuable thing to have a coach um, that is just really important. I think, I think of professionals these days, you know, business leaders, they've got business coaches, our owners, um, uh, Scott Middleton has a coach. He has a business coach, you know, everybody I believe needs a coach. And I think for your health, I think a coach is vital.
1: I agree. And you're right. They are being used in many different settings these days. And hopefully we will, continue to see them utilized more and more. So yes, very exciting and definitely uh, important for that patient to have.
0: Yeah. So tell us about how the health coaches will work alongside the dietitians in that role.
1: Okay. That's a good question. So like I said, the health coaches are going to be working with these patients pretty closely and a lot of them may have had a nutrition class in college, and when they do their training with SC House Calls, I will do an hour and a half training on nutrition. However, as a dietitian, we have uh, that extra training because mm-hmm. I think I took probably over twenty nutrition classes classes in college. Right. So, you know, if that patient needs a higher level of care, you know, maybe it's the health coach or the Uh, provider, you know, whoever it is on the care team may identify that this patient needs a higher level of care. And so as a dietitian, we call, we provide what is called medical nutrition therapy. Mm -hmm. So that includes things like prescribing diets, recommending supplements, saying, you know, you need X amount of protein or calories per day based on whatever your conditions are. So just that, um, you know, more specialized Nutrition specifics, nutrition specific, nutrition specific um, education and um, counseling that we can provide for the patient.
0: Right, yeah, that's amazing. That's that's just gonna fit right in hand together, and 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 knowing. So, and a lot of this is. You know, when you, I I think of my mom who she's sitting on the couch a lot, you know, she, or she has her chair, she's sitting in, she's 76 years old, which would be a typical patient for us at at South Carolina Mm -hmm. house calls. Yes. And she's on the internet all the time. She's got her iPad in her lap. She's reading things on (laughs) Facebook and we all know there's tons of stuff out there. There's tons of fads, fad diets, which we would call, um, that we've all seen over the years. So talk a little bit about some of those trendy things and what to watch out for.
1: Yes. So I will tell you that, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when a patient gets diagnosed with a condition and they may get a little bit of education, what else they'll often do is look it up on the internet and there's so much conflicting information out there that it can make things even more confusing. Mm -hmm. And that a lot of times is why people don't want to make these changes is because they're kind of confused about it. Yeah. So I will say that uh, diet fads have come and gone and they'll continue to do so. And if you're considering taking on a diet, you should be thinking about number one, Will I be missing out on any important macro or micronutrients? Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is your macronutrients are your proteins, your fats, your carbohydrates. And are you missing out on a whole food group? Because you're going to be lacking in certain vitamins and minerals, if that's the case.
0: Sure.
1: So each of these macronutrients also, they have specific jobs for our, in our bodies. So we don't want to be taking, you know, taking out a whole macronutrient. And the second thing that you want to ask yourself is, is it sustainable? And what I mean by that is, is it so limited that you can't maintain it? Uh You want a diet that you can maintain for life. Because what happens a lot of times is you'll stick with a diet for a month or a year, and then you quit and you go back to your old habits. Sure. And then, yeah, and then you end up gaining the weight right back and and frequently even more. So you definitely want... Yeah, we want to choose a diet that is sustainable.
0: Yeah. I can remember, you know, um a long time ago, I remember when Atkins came out. And the Atkins diet and and I remember hearing about it and they're like, "Man, you can just eat all the meat that you want." And at the time, I was a huge meat eater. Like eat bacon, yeah. eat eggs, eat, you know, just and, but that's all you eat. Just stay away from carbohydrates. Yeah. And it was awesome for a month. (laughs) And I'm like, I am sick of meat. I'm sick of bacon. I'm sick of that. It's like, I can't sustain this
1: at all. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of times people want to go from zero to a hundred instead of taking baby steps. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely, uh, definitely a big issue when you start a diet, you want to be able to, um, you know, make small changes until you get where you want to be. Right. And really what you need to be focusing on is, or what's good to think about is, you know, filling up your plate, half full of vegetables, always stress that. And then you want to choose a whole grain, a lean, lean protein, a lean animal protein or a plant protein. Sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, snack on fruit, but basically you want it to be wholesome. So you want to get all those food groups in, just in a healthy way. And I think, you know, you mentioned the Atkins diet and then, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a keto diet and there's a South Beach diet. Mm -hmm. And what all these diets tend to have in common is that. What is it?
0: (laughs) I've done them all. all?
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, they might have that in common too, but also they all tend to be low carbohydrate. Right. And, you know, in this standard American diet, that is the majority of what people are eating is a bunch of carbohydrates and simple carbohydrates at that. Right. And so that's that's why, um, you know, if you if you do it the right way, then it can be beneficial. But you just don't want to go too crazy with it, like you mentioned, with the (laughs) with the all meat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I I hear a lot about the carnivore diet now and it's Mm. there you got paleo, you've got the car. I mean, there's just so many things and it's it seems like there's a lot of variations of the same diet. You know, when you think of Adkins and then you think keto and, you know, um, people are peeing on a stick to see how many ketones (laughs) they have in their system. And it's just it's just to me, it's a little bit out of control now. It's just. It's all the same thing. It's just they're calling it. I'm sure there's different variations of it, but it, it yeah. just seems it just seems out of control sometimes.
1: Definitely, definitely yeah. can be.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: People get a little crazy with their diets.
0: Yeah, it, it really for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, Eliza, this has been great. I think, I think having you know your you know people like yourself who are passionate about diet and helping people make those small changes. Cause I'm that person who goes zero to a hundred overnight. Mm-hmm. Let's go gung ho. If my, I always joke. And my wife says to roll down her window a little bit in the car, I roll it all the way down. I literally, I'm either on or off. <laughs> it's, it's up or down it's zero or a hundred, you know? And so that's just, just my personality, you know? So yeah. I think having somebody like yourself that's helping our patients, take those baby steps, you know, Mm -hmm. introducing them to different diets and different things and figuring out what their goal is. And then working with our health coaches, that are going to be working alongside, you know, dietitians like yourself and the different, um, the providers and, and really helping people reach their goals and figuring out what are their health goals. And I think that's going to make just, it's just going to be a huge help to what our practice is doing and and providing for patients
1: yes i am excited for the future
0: yeah that's awesome well eliza thanks for being on the podcast we're excited to have you and you know not only as a part of our practice but south carolina welcome to uh uh you know this area and and we're excited to have you
1: thanks jamie yeah
0: awesome thanks a lot thanks for listening and if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. Visit our podcast website at ltcuniversitypodcast.com. You can also subscribe to one of our other podcasts in our podcast network. The Disrupted Podcast with Scott Middleton, Experiencing Healthcare with Matt Staub, and The Thriving Practitioner Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. Have a great week.